This week on the Media Virus Podcast, the cause of death for Jimmy Buffett has been reported, and some people claim that there's a woman to blame, but I know it was cancer. If you thought Spirit Airline flights were shitty, wait till you hear about this Delta flight. And there are some things that even convicted sexual predators won't put up with. And the mustard seems to top the list. All this more news, the infection team will recap the Battle of St. Andrews and whatever else comes up. Just the tips, 55, and this is the 148th episode of the Media Virus Podcast. It's the Media Virus Podcast. Let's point and laugh at the world burning around us with executive producer Mike Latouris. We're going to start over. BBC correspondent Stanley McFadden. Makes me tingly in an unfamiliar way. Grease Monkey Pete. Damn, Big Daddy. Here's the thing about the Media Virus Podcast. It's really well done. And now, spreading the sage nihilism of an aged Gen Xer, your host and mine, the star of our show, the incomparable Maddie Rock Death. <laughs> Hot damn, do we have a show for you people this week? I am Maddie Rock Def, the maddiest of all Rock Defs, and proof positive that anyone can have a podcast. Speaking of, <laughs> speaking of, welcome to the Media Virus Podcast. Please like, subscribe, follow, and share. I want to take a minute and thank the new subscribers for your support, whether it's on YouTube, Facebook, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or you're just checking us out on themediavirus.com. Thank you. And as always, you can give us a call here at 646-VIRUS-01. That is 646-VIRUS-01. Uh, you might make it on the show. Who knows? Never know. No. no. Mike, you are, uh, you are looking at the man who made the winning tag for the blue team. The and, winning uh, tag. At, no, the winning no tag. Shit. Yeah. And as re- the reigning champion, I would like to point out that Pete sucks. Uh, but we'll talk more about that uh, in the B block. But first, uh, we're all very shocked at the fact that a dude that sang songs about beach life died of skin cancer. It's like it's almost as surprising as when Dr. Atkins died of a heart attack. <laughs> but Mike... Yeah. Mike has more on Yeah, and a tragic update. Renowned musician Jimmy Buffett has passed away after a prolonged battle with Merkel cell skin cancer. The 76-year-old singer, known for his iconic songs like Margaritaville, continued to perform even while undergoing cancer treatment. His last surprise appearance at the Mac McNally show in July brought the audience to their feet. Merkel cell skin cancer is a rare carcinoma that originates from Merkel cells in the skin's top layer, often appearing on... Did expo- I do that? Oh, that's Urkel. <laughs> that's Urkel. Often appearing on exposed areas like the head, neck, arms, legs, and trunk. This aggressive cancer can quickly metastasize to other parts of the body, making early detection crucial. Risk factors for Merkel cell carcinoma include age, typically older than 50, gender, more common in males, fair skin, sun exposure, and a weakened immune system. It is the second most common can- cause of cancer deaths in after melanoma, affecting 3,000 Americans annually. Symptoms... In- Go ahead. 
I said annually. <laughs> annually, no. Uh, while sun exposure is a risk factor, recent research has revealed a, a common role, uh, the role of a common virus, Merkel cell poly, polyoma virus, is causing this cancer. Uh, the exact mechanisms are still under investigation. To reduce the risk of skin cancer, it's essential to avoid peak sun hours, protect your skin with clothing and sunscreen, and stay vigilant for changes in skin growth. Jimmy Buffett's battle with Merkel cell skin cancer sheds light on this rare condition, emphasizing the importance of skin health awareness. You know, it's something a lot of people don't, don't think about, but uh, I guess they do more now. I never did. Never once thought about, like, put on sunscreen or anything like that. I've, I've gotten pretty fucking burnt, but now, now I'm a little bit more more alert as i i started to the sunscreen a little bit younger i've had i've had a couple of scares and my my mom's got a big scar on her uh on her left shoulder up in the bicep that looks like somebody took a soda can and cookie cuttered a chunk out because she had a malignant melanoma there so i guess any cancer jokes would be in poor taste well i mean it is for bottom line it, it i don't care what taste it's in it, you know it's for me it, just <laughs> for me it, like if as i look around my family it's not if i get cancer it's gonna be when i get cancer it's gonna be yeah I, i've been although my mom and, is, and you and you live in delaware that too my mom is healthy as a horse except for the the pain she, she's like i got fibromyalgia oh she smokes like three packs a day and she's just mm. you know my, my mom passed from Lung cancer. So really, yeah, that's was, depressing. Was she a smoker? Yes. Okay. All right. Well, yeah. uh, I'm going to take the second story, Mike. What do you think? We can do that. Uh, if you got that, you you got some some audio that you want to play. Yeah, uh, it's it's audio of the pilot calling in uh, from the Delta flight. Uh, they had left Atlanta, and uh, they were on their way to Barcelona. It was flight 194. I'll play the audio and then we'll get into the story. Negative. It's just a, a biohazard issue. I, you know, we've had a passenger who had diarrhea all the way through the airplane, so they want us to come back to Atlanta. In an unusually unsavory incident, a Delta Airlines flight from Atlanta to Barcelona, Delta, Delta flight 194, had to make an emergency landing back in Atlanta due to a passenger's medical issue. The incident occurred on Friday evening with the flight departing Hartsfield-Jackson Atlanta International Airport around 8.30. According to the flight, to the flight aware, the fuck is that? It's software. What should have been an eight to nine hour journey concluded <laughs> abruptly with the plane returning to Atlanta by 10.40, cutting the flight short by six hours. <laughs> While Delta Airlines did not confirm the specific details of the incident. A snippet of the pilot's radio communication began circulating on social media. First of all, how does that happen? Because I mean, it's it's somebody taped it. Yeah, somebody, there, people roll tape on this all the time just for this reason. Or you want to be the guy that, that turns over some tape that you pulled uh, from you know, the hijacking incident and were the first guy to give it to the news so that they could have yeah. it. Well, in the snippet, uh, the, the pilot can be heard saying, it's just a biohazard issue. We'd have, ha, we've had passengers who've had diarrhea all throughout. We've, oh, we've had a passenger that had diarrhea all throughout the plane. Yeah, it's not passengers so, throughout the plane. It's diarrhea throughout the plane. So they, <laughs> so they want us to come back to Atlanta. Yeah, they, no, somebody shit all over the plane, and now they want us to turn the fuck around. I don't know. <laughs> I, 
I don't know what anybody was thinking. I hollered but, through uh, the people and told them I didn't smell anything in the cockpit. I was fine. I could do the thing. Just drop those little masks down from the from the fucking top and let them breathe that shit. Come on, man. We'll be there in fucking six hours. You can't deal with little fucking human Dude, shit. You, you can't feel with you can't deal with human liquid shit for six hours in a tube. The fuck is wrong with you? <coughs> oh boy. Elder responded with a statement to TMVP acknowledging the onboard medical issue but not specifying the nature of it. The statement read, Delta Flight 194 from Atlanta to Barcelona returned to Atlanta following an onboard medical issue. Our team worked as quickly and as safely as possible to get our customers to their final destination. We sincerely apologize to our customers for getting shit all over them and the delay and inconvenience in their travel plans. This incident, why does every incident have to serve as a reminder? (laughs) Every fucking thing... When you run your copy through chat GPT, yes. the end of every fucking story is this serves as a reminder or this serves as a warning or this serves. No, we wanted to make fun of somebody who took a shit all over a plane. Hey, you ever pooped your pants? It serves, it serves the purpose of, of a d- bunch of dudes making fun of a guy who shit himself. I mean, you, you've shit yourself, or it could right? have been a lady. I think we've all shit ourselves at some point. At some point. Because we live enough life. You you don't learn to not shit yourself without shitting yourself. So there's a whole there's a whole start there. Like two three years of your life where you do it. Right. So like you you, know you have to shit yourself before you know not to shit yourself. So we've all been there. It serves as a reminder of the unexpected challenges that can arise during air travel, and the importance of the crew's swift response in ensuring that passenger safety and well being and keep shit from getting all over them. So that was, yeah, Jesus yeah, it was. Christ. Could I mean, you imagine, dude, see, dude? I mean, it's bad enough when you shit your pants. Three, I mean, what? You're, they shit you're a plane. Two, you're two hours into an eight-hour journey, and somebody shits everywhere. <laughs> right. It it would be bad enough if somebody shit their pants. But right, no, would you rather, they shit would you rather, the plane. Would you rather be in that plane? Or in the Titan searching for the Titanic. Which one is preferable to you? I feel like I'd have to choose the plane. Pussy. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm thinking I'll take my I chances mean, in that submarine. I mean, there was a lot more room in the plane. I mean, in the submarine, nobody has shit yet. <laughs> There's a little bit of shit that came out right at the end. That's it. Yeah. Like, like a... Just a I second after, any, you know. I, with that, I always wonder if anybody said it. Just went, oh, shit. Yeah. You know I mean? Be interesting to know, but. But yeah. I mean, I, I can't imagine, dude, you, seriously, if there was, if I were on a plane that were covered in diarrhea, it would also <laughs> be covered in vomit because it would be my vomit. <laughs> I would be puking everywhere. Everywhere. Just to cover the smell of the diarrhea. Yeah. And then like you see chunks of carrot, you don't know which it's from. <laughs> or corn. Uh you know what I mean? Oh God. But I'm sure there were parents on that plane who were like, yeah, this is nothing. Yeah. And we're like, little Johnny did worse than that. How many people do you think were actually at the stewardess saying, Look, you better tell him we're turning this motherfucker around or we're taking over. <laughs> <laughs> Even the, 
even the even the air marshal was like turning right. his fucking plane yeah. around. He's like, gone to the stewards. You tell that motherfucker right now. <laughs> the stewardess goes to the air marshal. He's like, look, I'm with them. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Uh, you know, I wonder if it was the mustard on the plane. Well, you know, the packaging on mustard can be deceptive. It can be. And uh, this next story just made me giggle. Yeah, there's a lot to there, there's a lot going on. Uh, in an unusual turn of events, a convicted sex or sexual predator, David Letieri, currently incarcerated at the Northeast Ohio Correctional Center, has chosen to represent himself in a civil lawsuit against a condiment company. Letieri has lodged his lawsuit against Four in One, alleging false and deceptive advertising and a breach of duty to of care related to the labeling of one of their mustard products. Letieri's claim. This motherfucker diddled kids and he's, and, and, and he is butthurt over the ingredients list on a mustard package. Not only that, he's dumber than fuck. Let's keep going. Letieri's <laughs> claim revolves around the contention that while the mustard packet from the four in one, from four in one lists ingredients, it fails to provide adequate nutritional information for consumers to determine the product's calorie and carbohydrate content. Seeking damages totaling $450,000, Letieri argues that the omission of crucial nutritional details is deceptive. It's worth noting that David Letieri is awaiting sentencing for a serious criminal charge, enticement of a minor, which carries a mandatory minimum penalty of 10 years. This charge stems from an incident in October 2020 when Letieri traveled nearly 200 miles to meet a 13-year-old for illicit purposes in a park, as reported by the U.S. Attorney's Office for the Western District of New York. Do you think this guy gave a fuck about the ingredients lists of mustard while he was diddling kids? Or do you think he was just really focused? Can, can I tell you the truth? What's that? The truth is he's trying to get this on a docket and string it out longer than it's going to Longer than it's going to take for them to want to put him in a in strap down and, and put needles in his arm. Well, I don't I, I don't think they have the death penalty where he is in Ohio for for diddling kids. Oh, uh, well, uh, either way, he's and, you know, 450,000 on your books when you're in prison. You, I mean, you're you're God. That's true. You are God, especially if they settle for like, like, like you can buy commissary for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I love the last sentence in this next paragraph. So if you would continue, Mike. Um, According to... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. According to Letieri's complaint filed with the federal court of the Northern District of Ohio, the the listed ingredients of the salad fresh four-in-one mustard include distilled vinegar, mustard seed, salt, turmeric, paprika, spices, and flavoring. However, Letieri expresses uncertainty about the nature of these spices and flavoring and admits to not knowing what turmeric is. <laughs> he didn't know what turmeric is. Well, this actually says turmeric, not turmeric. Is there a difference? They're two different yes. things. Yes, they're two different What's things. What's that? They, they probably... Well, he didn't know what turmeric is. Yeah, well, uh, apparently... Neither did I, apparently. T- turmeric, uh, while I believe is a spice and it's being used as a health supplement now... Turmeric is a different spice, and it, in mustard, they're probably talking about turmeric. Turmeric and turmeric. Here's an answer from wikifolks.org. Turmeric, or yellow ginger, is a spice similar to ginger in appearance, 
but it has a totally different taste, and it gives its characteristic yellow color to the food. Turmeric is often used as a low-cost substitute for saffron. And uh, now we need to know about turmeric. turmeric. I don't know. Maybe they're the same. Because turmeric is Maybe not a When I type in T-U-M-E-R, Google autocorrects to T-U-R-E-M-E-R. Okay. Exactly, because there's no such thing as turmeric. It's turmeric. Okay. Turmeric. There's no two spices that, that look almost the same except for one letter. Just one spice. Turmeric. Yeah, when I type in turmeric, it, it turns into turmeric. Okay. So all right. So, but I would just, I just assumed, see, I'm smarter than I thought it was. Because I just assumed that it was turmeric. Maybe I, you know, because a lot of times a printed, I'm going to make an excuse right now. A lot of times a, a printed R can meet a printed M and just look like a long M. I'm sticking to that. Okay. No, I'll, I'll go with I'll that. Fuck off. Because I was right, there too. <laughs> <laughs> Remarkably, uh, since, oh, I'm sorry, 4 in 1 Foods has yet to respond to these allegations as. Re- as representatives for the company, could not be reached for comment at the time of this report. Remarkably, since his arrest, publicly available records indicate that Lettieri has filed numerous lawsuits, primarily primarily targeting federal agents and challenging his incarceration. In these legal battles, representing himself, Lettieri has pursued various avenues, including seeking a dismissal of charges. This case brings to light a rather unusual... Of course it brings something to light! <laughs> The, the rather unusual combination of legal matters involving both a criminal conviction and a civil lawsuit against a condiment company, raising questions about the motivations and legal strategies employed by the incarcerated individual. In other words, he knows trying to figure out what the hell is in mustard is going to keep his ass at least getting a ride to court every now and again. He's, he's just trying to keep himself busy while he's locked up. You know, he got tired of carbon shivs and, you know, Hiding things in his ass, so he decided. He's like, how many fucking you know, how many calories are in turmeric? Yeah, how many how many calories are in this? Okay. Jesus Christ! Um, what spices? What spice? What it's the nature of these spices? And how many calories? <laughs> calories are in these fucking spices. Must know. And I mean, not for nothing, but if it's like a a single pack, can you imagine having the list? <laughs> All the spice. Sometimes you just put in spices with salt and pepper or whatever. You just don't run out of room on the packaging. Sure. You know what I mean? But this case brings to light that uh, assholes in jail will pretty much do anything because they're bored. That too. That's that is absolutely a viable explanation. <laughs> what could that have been? Uh oh. What <laughs> could that have been? Okay. That was the... Was I supposed to enter? What did we do? I, I just... I didn't expect to, to throw the brakes. I was trying yeah, to... Yeah, it was just... Uh, yeah, it just kind of threw me for a loop. Sorry. Um, no, I, I, you, know, you know what, dude? The last week's show was fucking epic. Yeah, it was... Qu- I, I listened back. It was quite good. I, I, I sent you a note about... Um, Some timestamps. Yeah. They're, yeah. they're ballparks because I was driving at the time, so I had to glance down quick and see what the time was. Um, yeah, I've been there. But uh, yeah, I think we, uh, I think we did an awesome show, and uh, there was another moment in something else that I, I was listening to that was really good. I thought, so maybe it was something today. I was listening to B Block today. It's hard because you know we think we're funny. 
Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like we think the shit we say is is entertaining, and but you other know, people might not agree with us. They might not, you but know? you know, sometimes you ha- you have to give it that give it some distance. I, I like I said, I I don't go back to it sometimes for a week. Just but I need to I need to put some distance between doing it and and editing it. Yeah. Well, speaking of the B block, yeah, coming up. Uh, we're going to recap the Battle of St. Andrews. we got some more news to throw at you. And then in the C block, we do have another Just the Tips, number 55, uh, and Maddie's TikTok Nonsense Corner. I don't know. We're going to use the new logo. Uh, I, used yeah, it as, I used it as the, um, the, the, the pinned photo for the, for the post. So when the post goes live at 9, if it hasn't already, uh, well, it'll be there. It may or may not be. But, but uh, uh, you did mention the recap of the Battle of St. Andrews. I, I have a little preview of that coming up. That's right. Uh, Exciting shit. Right? More crack reporting from, from your friends here at the Media Virus Podcast Network. As always, committed to bringing you the news that matters to just about nobody. Uh, it was a rock def films production. I enjoyed doing that. I, it I took bet. so much video, but uh, <laughs> we're going to get into that. Um, you know, on the other side of this, uh, and, uh, Mike has some plugs to read. Yeah. Um, as usual, this tonight's presentation, the whole thing is brought to you by the good folks at three Oh two 46 voice. The, the fine folks at um, Marshall's Sports Art Sports Shop, or Sports Art, the My Sports Art Shop, uh, and uh, let's see, and our good friend over at uh, his podcast, which is the oh, what? It's on Disruptive the, Minds. Disruptive podcast. Minds. The Disruptive the Staff Minds. Writer Bill. Staff Writer Bill. That's right. He doesn't actually call himself Staff Writer Bill. Though. I wish he did. Yeah, so do I. <laughs> But, you know, we can't have it all, folks. He does a great quality show over there. Um, he's he's just a good interviewer. I, I've come to the conclusion I like Bill's voice. Yeah. No, I can see. I, I can see how listening to it just once is really and could you could deal with it. No, I, I like Bill's. Yeah. But, I, you know, I like and Bill's he's, voice I, I, as an interviewer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He stumbles a lot less when he's not trying to come up with a script off the top of his head. Right. And, and he's also as an interviewer, he, he does some things that, that put you at ease. And, and I think his voice, just his, his, just the way that his delivery, it puts you at ease. You feel like you're talking to a regular guy. It's Cause you are. Cause Bill is a regular, just a regular guy. 
but uh, I guess we got uh, we got more nonsense and bullshit coming up. Uh, you know, after this. That's right. We do. Or, or if you're listening to the podcast tomorrow. Yes, could be tomorrow or whenever you decide to listen. Ladies and gentlemen, Fred Perry T-Bag! The thing about the trailer...